You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 47. The Vibrant Life. Welcome back to the Vibrant Life Podcast. I'm Emily Romrell, and I hope you're having a lovely week. January, <laughs> it's always a fickle month, don't you think? Uh, at least here in Utah it is. The weather is unpredictable. You never know if you're going to get a snowstorm or a sunny day. And there's always a lot of expectations and emotions that seem to resurface at the beginning of the year. I'm sort of weird, and I tend to be introspective. A kind of an introspective person all the time, but I do find myself evaluating my life more during this time of year, and sometimes I do that too much, so maybe you're in the same boat, maybe not, I don't know. But uh, how are you, my friends? We are basically two years in, give or take a little bit, into life with COVID-19 and the pandemic, and I know it's been rough for all of us, hasn't it? And just in the last couple of weeks, the numbers have been surging again, and we're kind of having a repeat. We're sliding back into kind of a quasi-lockdown mode. I mean, we're still out and about, but we're taking more precautions again. And uh, if you're like me, when times are hard and they tend to drag on for an extended period, it's easy to become depressed or discouraged, right? I think we've all been there. To be honest... My last week has been challenging. I got taken out with a bad case of the flu. (sighs) Not COVID or the Omicron version, thankfully. Uh, I got a personal reminder that the original flu is still out there and ready to do battle as well. (laughs) But I did spend two hours in the COVID testing line on Monday, and phew, that was a hassle. And my heart goes out to anyone who is struggling with COVID or has family members who are ill. It's rough. Then there are all of the other life struggles that we're all dealing with too. So definitely my heart goes out to you if you've had a a difficult week as well. So over the last few days, I personally needed a reminder, and maybe we all do, uh, just to not give up, never give up, right? (laughs) And that's the one lesson in life above all others, that makes the difference, I think. Uh, Shakespeare expounded on this in his famous to be or not to be soliloquy from Hamlet. Uh, Babe Ruth, famous baseball player, commented that it's hard to beat a person who never gives up. And history is crammed with famous figures who will tell you that the secret to success is simply moving forward and trying again just one more time. One of the most famous people in the last hundred years who knew all about this principle was Winston Churchill. He was the Prime Minister of England during World War II, as you probably know, during one of the darkest periods humanity has ever experienced. And although he was far from perfect, his efforts played a huge role in overcoming those dark times. And there's a well-known story, you've probably already heard it, It's often used in motivational scenarios about Churchill when he visited his old school to hear some traditional songs and give a speech. And the legend goes that the prime minister stood up and offered the words, never, 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 
give up, and promptly sat back down again, giving perhaps the shortest speech ever recorded. <laughs> and, you know, that's a great story, a great speech, just that one phrase, never, never, never give up. But I did a little research on this, and I was fascinated to discover that although Churchill did give an inspiring speech at his school that day, it wasn't just those few words, and he actually said, don't give in, rather than don't give up. And so culture and society has kind of created that legend about him, but it doesn't really matter, right? That story and that image has been strongly imprinted into the collective mind of society. And if you look at the life story of Winston Churchill, you do find a very complicated man, but absolutely one who never gave up. I personally found out that I have a lot in common with the former Prime Minister of England. <laughs> For one thing, we were both completely accident-prone growing up. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times I've walked into a door or a pole or tripped on a sidewalk curb or simply tripped over my own two feet. Um, I've had more sprained ankles and bumps and bruises than I can count. And it's become a bit of a joke in my family that when I fall down, I've had another, uh, in quotes, Emily moment. <laughs> um, so accident prone as a teenager. And I still am. I'm a little bit better. But one of the talents I wished for is to be graceful. And unfortunately, that's not me. But <laughs> I have a lot of a lot of tumbles, but that's okay because Winston Churchill also had similar struggles. I learned from history.com that as a youth, Churchill once suffered a concussion and ruptured a kidney while playfully throwing himself off a bridge. Uh, later, he drowned, nearly drowned in a Swiss lake, fell several times from horses, dislocated his shoulder while disembarking from a ship in India, crashed a plane while learning to fly, and was hit by a car when he looked the wrong way to cross New York's Fifth Avenue. <laughs> and none of these incidents left him debilitated. Uh, he actually lived until the ripe old age of 90 before he had a stroke. So we know physical setbacks did not keep him down. We also know that Winston had a long history of mental illness. He named his depression his Black Dog. Uh, and his doctor actually diagnosed him with bipolar disorder. He went through many long bouts of illness where he was unproductive and couldn't eat or get out of bed or find joy in any of his wide-ranging interests. So um, definitely he knew that mental anguish. And side note, it's often helpful to give our challenges a name, and I love that Churchill named his, uh, you know, the black dog that's very... Uh, puts the image in your mind, doesn't it? And although I'm not bipolar, I've definitely battled depression and anxiety, and I know how black things can sometimes seem. But we also know a lot about how Winston Churchill dealt with his demons. Every human heart is creative in its own way, and I think there's healing to be found in creativity. I believe Churchill recognized this too, and he was a talented painter, he produced over 500 works in his lifetime. Uh, he was also a successful writer and wrote uh, 43 book-length works and 72 volumes, according to the uh, Winston Churchill Society. <laughs> he actually 
won the Nobel Prize for Literature. If you, I don't know if you knew that. Uh, and that award was given to him for his mastery of historical and biographical description, as well as for brilliant oratory in defending exalted human values. So that's pretty amazing. When it came to writing, he also had a sense of humor. <laughs> he was asked what he thought about the grammar rule that you should never end a sentence with a preposition. And he replied, that is nonsense, up with which I shall not put. <laughs> so, you know, definitely a witty guy. Um, I also love to write and paint and be creative. So I really resonate with a lot of the things that Winston Churchill went through and how he coped with trials in his life. And even during the war, he was a leader and he made some pretty major mistakes, but he did continue to move forward and bounce back in big ways. Like all of us, Churchill was human and flawed. And, uh, you know, he is a heavy smoker and drinker. He had outdated views on women and held some racist beliefs. And so I'm not excusing those faults, but I also try not to judge too harshly. In this politically correct world that we live in today, people are so quick to become offended or to shine a light on a person's shortcomings rather than their victories. And, you know, I don't excuse bad behavior or things that people have done, but all I know is you usually find what you look for, and I try to look for the good. But I do know that Winston Churchill was someone who never gave up. He did very poorly in school, but he persisted in his studies and became one of the most respected leaders in the world. He struggled with a speech impediment and a lisp and gave some of the most inspiring speeches in history. He knew how to turn downfalls into triumphs. I hope I can take some of the lessons from his example and implement those into my, my own life. And I hope you can too. And then we can all move forward together and never, never, never give up. Have a great week, everybody. Don't give up and live the vibrant life.